Hello and welcome to the Fence End Podcast. Um, it's it's been the same three for a little while now. Um, but it's, yeah, I mean, it's what me. I mean, I mean, Liam, don't be skipping over that. Paul, what's going on? I don't know. I just don't <laughs> know. Hi, Paul. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even I don't even know if he listens, and he's my brother. We just like. Oh, oh. this is. Do you yeah. live near each other still? Yeah, yeah, quite near. Right. Um, I mean. Yeah, I'm know. just going to kick off. Um, don't have to, you know, have a what, meeting about this. I was going to say, yeah. this sounds like somebody's going to move to Canada shortly and, and live, <laughs> live a different life. Maybe. Or just, yeah. maybe he'll depart on deadline day. Well, what's Paul um, on the phoning going to say about this? Well, let's find out at the end. By popular demand, there will be a phone in this evening. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's obviously Fraser Simon. Hello. Hello, hello. Uh, Fraser Simon, one person. Fraser Simon. And, and, uh, have you ever seen us in the same yeah. room? <laughs> um, and I'm Liam. Uh, if anyone cares. And uh, we're, we're talking about a few things today. Obviously, um, we'd love to just start with the Blackpool game, but we should probably talk about the uh, end of the transfer window, um, in which two players departed, um, Fossu and Baptiste. Um, am I the only Oxford fan that's not having a complete meltdown about this? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, is the funny, isn't it? I think they're two very different um, departures, though. Um, the Fosu one, he had a release clause, didn't he? Yes, um, and so then there's nothing. There's nothing we can do about that. I mean, this is the phone in before the phone in because this all came up <laughs> on Radio Oxford the other day. So yeah. there was a release clause. Um, at which point, once it's met, the player gets made aware and then they get to choose, yeah, I want to listen to it. No, I don't. However, apparently in most cases, uh, release clause um, doesn't apply in the last seven or ten days, depending on what the contract says. But that's something that Jerome asked when talking to Zaki. And Zaki didn't really answer it. So we don't know if that was even in place in that that whole thing. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I heard that interview. Actually, on that, fair play to Jerome because he didn't hold back to ask what was going to be a fairly awkward question and did turn out to be one because he sort of pauses, doesn't he? Yeah. And then says something like, "What do you mean?" or something like that. And um, so, fair enough. He 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 put the question to him, but um, yeah, um, I don't well, exactly. We don't know, do we? I mean, this is the problem, isn't it, with all of these things? Ninety percent of the time. We don't know the facts. <laughs> no, no, and so if someone what will happened? guess one, that and that becomes the fact. That shouldn't stop us. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I know, facts. I know, yeah. yeah we don't listen to the Fence End podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, we don't know the facts. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think the the thing, the thing is, it, it's been mentioned a few times, players know that we don't stand in the way when it comes to transfers to bigger clubs. Uh, and that doesn't it evidently doesn't matter if they've been at the club six months or six years. It, it doesn't matter. The fact we got Fosu in um, for free, we had to pay something because Charlton had offered him a contract, so there was a fee. But I think that was less than a hundred thousand, wasn't there? In or around that figure, um, yeah. we don't it, like these have been undisclosed. All we know is it's more than three million. Um, because that's what was rumoured, and they've said no, it was much more than that. But we don't know how much more. Um, it it sort of doesn't matter in my eyes. It's enough money for him to go. Like it's that's kind of free money. And at the beginning of the season, it was like, oh, we might as well get him. Charlton fans think he's rubbish, but we'll we'll get him and we'll see what happens. First couple of months, he was absolutely brilliant. Um, other than that, when he gets the ball, you do think something could happen here. But yeah. he's he's scored what ten times in thirty three games, yeah. which is incredible. 
but nine times was in the first 16 or 17 games. Um, and then and then the 10th was against Gillingham the other week. Uh, I just think he's... We knew when we signed him, he can't play too often and he's played most games and he yeah. looks just like he needs a bit of a rest. And just as a side point, I know this is absolutely not our concern, but I don't get it from Brentford's point of view. I mean, whatever, it's your, it's your decision, but I just, I mean, they're knocking on the door of the Premier League. Can he really play in the Premier League? Uh, I, I guess... I don't, I don't see it. I can't see it. I, you know, I might be wrong, but Baptiste well, has obviously got a lot of potential, hasn't he? Someone, um, someone said something that, that sort of spoke volumes um, about the media. Uh, if someone on Twitter, I can't remember who it was, I'm just nicking off someone else's, someone else's ideas, that, you know, the, the media have sort of gone, oh, well, Brentford have won transfer window um, because they've signed two players. That you've heard of because they scored against West Ham. <laughs> and uh, you know Baptiste has, has scored a couple of good goals so you've heard of them you haven't seen them play week in week out so it's easy to say they've won deadline day when you, you don't know all the details and all the details are that Fossu was exceptional absolutely phenomenal the first couple of months of the season and has been fatigued and you could tell that he's, he's not able to play as many games as he's having to play um, and the other one is someone who is undoubtedly you know he's got the potential to be awesome but he has started 16 games in his career again that's a stat I saw and didn't check so <laughs> might be right <wrong. laughs> um, but regardless it's it's not many that he's actually started um, and he has been out injured for three long injuries in his short career I'm not yeah. saying he's not going to go anywhere. I'm saying it's one hell of a risk from a club who last season put in a million pound bid and he then got injured to then a year later put in more than that. And, you know, it, it took a long time to do his his medical. Mm. Yeah. Well, there was a point, wasn't there, where it was being rumoured he'd failed a medical initially. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but that, that's what the rumours were. That well, it, it did t- seem to take a long old time. I think it is. I think it's a a big old risk. But um, and like like you say, with the with the figure, we don't know, do we? And we keep getting told that there's actually a lot of add-ons that will make the figure a lot bigger, or should make the figure a lot a lot bigger that we receive. Um, but yeah, the only thing I would say, it, it going in the opposing argument, is that I just don't see what the harm would have been in keeping him till the summer. He still would have had two years on his contract and. As good as he is now, he's going to be that good in August. Are they just worried that he might get injured again, I suppose? Um, or yeah. that the offer might not come in, I guess. Mm. Um, but, it, like... I mean, I just think, yeah, OK. And no, I see what you mean, but I think you could have a, a, a bit braver than that. I think, well it, well, it will come in. He's he's made his name already, hasn't he? Yeah, but we, like you've, you've got to look at... OK, so the, the club's point of view is um, that the offer might not come in. Um, but if it does come in, it might not come in from a championship club. Let's say um, one of the clubs that's down near the bottom of, of the championship goes down this season and still has one heck of a budget. It's like yeah. Stoke. If Stoke go down and go, oh, we'll pay, you know, four million for him. Oh, well, you know, we'll accept that offer. But then it's worse for Baptiste. But this was a, a good a good deal for both parties. <laughs> 
There we yeah, are. no, fair enough. No, that's a fair point. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a, that's a complete guess. But as far as I'm, you know, all these people saying, oh, no, we shouldn't have accepted it because it's close to the end of the window. You might not get that offer again. You might not. Um, yeah. And, you know, they're, they're sort of lucky enough that it didn't go through last season, but it has this season for more money. And that is a luck thing, I think. Yeah, I um, suppose it's money in the bank now, isn't it? So uh, Yeah, and I think loads of people have pointed out the fact that if... Fosso and Baptiste went on day one and then Brown, Holland and Kelly came in on on day seven. You go, oh, that's that sorted then. Mm. I'm OK with them going um, for the, the reasons I've said. I, I think they are a dent. And I think the was it the Coventry game? We were properly struggling and like two nil down. And those two came on completely changed the game. We got back to two all three, two, three or however the game went. But they looked really bright coming on. But that was very early in the season. The other thing with Baptiste that we've mentioned a few times is he'll have an absolutely phenomenal game against a great team like he did against West Ham. Um, it, like he, you know, he played really well against um, City. He's, you know, he, he does yeah. come out for those big games. And then the next game, he'll try one extra step over. Or, yeah. you know, he's just, it, it, it's almost like it goes to his head a bit. Um, yeah. And um, I'm not saying he's rubbish. I'm pleased we've got rid. I think he's brilliant. I think he's got a lot of potential, but that potential has not been realised yet. And he's also not as much of a youngster as people suspect. He is yeah. a bit older than he than he seems. I also think the comparisons to the roof departure are crazy. I just yeah. I don't think there's really a comparison yet. I mean, he's not. Roof had proved himself far more than Baptiste has at this point in terms of when they both left. Uh, I mean, he'd scored, what, 27 goals in League Two that mm. season or something like that? or Something like he that. Was, he was easily yeah, the best player in the league that season. year. Despite, yeah. yeah. Despite what those yeah. maroon weirdos across the M1 think about that year. It was... A, <laughs> it yeah. was it was Roof was the best player in the league that year, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the best footballing side as well. So Yeah. Or Burgundy, um, whatever they play in. <laughs> yeah. Claret. I don't know. Um, I'll tell you what they play in League Two. Um, (laughs) Oh, there it is. There we go. (laughs) And we'll see you next week. (laughs) Um, The the biggest sort of questions um, regarding the transfer window would be: we were after a right back from day one. We were after a striker from. People are claiming from very early on, but I think I don't think anyone was going. We need a striker until at some point Robinson went. I want a striker. Um, and then eventually went, I want Will Grigg, which, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, it's just like kid in a sweet shop, isn't it? It's textbook Robinson, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it just sort of throws these statements about. One day, he's going to say one that we actually sign. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I don't know when it'll be, but it'll be great. Um, yeah. So, yeah, right back. Uh, obviously, Ford's backing in, in, sort of in and around the squad. And he played about 15 minutes at right back. No, he did play a game at right back, didn't he? Um, and apparently has that position in his bag. And Hansen's played there before. Long can also cover left back, but we've also got Burko, the the youngster, covering Ruffles. Yeah. So we do have some sort of leeway there. But um, against Blackpool, there were two fairly heavy tackles, one of which got a booking. But one of them was against Long. And, you know, if he gets injured for a long time, are we... Are we overly happy playing a midfielder at right back? Well, we've got a, essentially a midfielder who's converted to a left back. So it, it's it depends how sort of talented that player is. I think Hansen Hansen will do a job there. I, you know, I don't have any problem with him doing a job there. 
I think, and it's the, the. I think we. You're right. We looked at sort of several right backs. We put bids in, didn't come off. But you kind of get to a point where you think, well, maybe we, we're better off not just buying someone because they're our third or fourth choice or second or third choice even, if they're not quite right. Well, the, I think the, that was to be in and around the squad. Do you, you kind of get a feeling there's a really sort of tight knit group at the yeah. club now, and you don't want to upset that. And I know that might sound silly. That okay, well, we, we we're perhaps a bit well, we are a bit light at right back. But if if they've done sort of a bit of research and feel that the players that we could get in weren't quite right as 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 sort of personality wise, I, I think you you go with what you've got. Yeah, because that is something they do, actually, isn't mm. it? They they also look at um, their character traits, like who's got a big sense of humour and who's got this, because you, you don't want a dressing room full of clowns. No. You want two or three that will have a laugh. You want two or three that will, you know, knuckle down. You want some leaders. You want some sort of youngsters who are willing to learn, and you, you want that balance, mm. and they do take that into account. One thing that they said on Radio Oxford, and this is turning into be a, a phone-in loving, um, <laughs> but, yeah, one thing that they did say is um, someone phoned up and well it was it was Paul I believe um and said not my brother Paul who's also on the podcast it was Paul off off the phone in Paul um said that uh why why didn't we go for Chris Cadden we did right okay well you know they said there was a second and third choice out there why didn't we go for them we did did, yeah um and then and then Jerome sort of rightly said after the phone call do you want to reach a point where you've got the fourth fifth sixth you're our sixth choice none of us want that we i'd rather wait until the end of the season and have a look at number one again um and see what's what's possible there i completely agree with that it's pointless having sixth choice it's not even good for the player who is sixth choice um yeah so i I thought that was very sensible um in terms of a striker when we're playing one up top do we need a fourth probably not and i i think the the will grigg thing possibly came about because I know they wanted to get Adji out on loan to get a few minutes but without getting somebody in you're not going to want to let him go so I, I, that was perhaps a little bit of a well let's get somebody in. if we can get somebody in then Dan can go out and, and, and play a bit more and yeah. you know Will Greg would have been been an interesting one don't know how much it the cost and and obviously Sunderland didn't want to let him come to us so that was a bit of a non not a non-starter I guess they looked into it and asked the question but mm. you know yeah not sure not sure there um but one thing I will that... say leading towards Blackpool um Marcus Brown <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely yeah I mean he gets uh, given a chance and he takes it well I mean just what, before we leave transfers, I was just going to say, um, do we think that's there's a lot of talk about comment Carl Robinson made before the game on the radio that he was a bit unhappy with someone or something that had happened, do we, and do we think that's to do with that potential move or uh, is he saying it's not to do with our club? So possibly, I mean. That was the one he was most vocal about, wasn't it? He said he wanted Will Grigg and then comes out the next day and says, oh, a, someone at a different club said something that really annoyed me. So, yeah. I, it's I, not something that's been said publicly, has it? Well, I haven't seen no. it. So. No, I'm guessing we'll probably be able to see some sort of spark around the 15th of February, if that is the case. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and to yeah. be honest, I, 
I find it hilarious if it is. You've got a club that think they're still a premiership team when they're not, and then they're you know refusing to sell to uh, to a minnow, as we've been called by by several of their fans, um, because we are you know a, a right. challenging party, yeah, um, and we're playing their big rivals tomorrow, so or today when you're listening to this. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I I sort of hope it is them because I think it will give that extra spark on the 15th. Yeah. Um, So on to Blackpool. Um, I think after the the end of the transfer window and after the way that we had played against Blackpool in their home game, um, we really could have done with winning this. And we did, so that's good. Um, I've seen a lot of people say that um, we were lucky to win, or that we like that Blackpool were. Um, oh, they were unlucky to get nothing out of the game. But I, I think if any team deserved to win it, it was us. Um, if it had been a draw, I think that would have been you know fairly fair. But I, I think we deserved the win personally. Yeah. Simon, you were there, weren't I, you? Yeah, absolutely agree. I, I, you know, we weren't on scintillating form, but I thought having the likes of Brannigan and Henry back together in midfield, we looked a lot more creative than we have been for a little while. We, I thought we, we controlled the game pretty well. Um, and, and, but for a kind of, you know, Ruffles having losing his head right at the end, it would have been a, a fairly comfortable win. It was that, that last sort of injury time thinking, Oh no, we're going to throw it away. But, um, no, I thought we we controlled it pretty well, and, and and like you mentioned just earlier, Marcus Brown playing up front was was sensational. And I think I'm not going to go over the top about it, but you you and I'm I'm only comparing this as a type of move from a player. Thierry Henry came to Arsenal as a left winger who'd not really found his his role, and they turned him into a centre forward who who became one of the you know best players of his generation. Not suggesting Marcus Brown is going to reach those heights, although you never know. But he, you know, I, th- I think there's there's often players who develop, you know, physically. You know, he, when he was younger, he might not have had that bulk and that that ability and that that strength to play up against the centre half. He's now that little bit older than when you know we had him last season. He's developed. He looks a big, strong lad. I mean, I've, yeah. not, I've, I've not met him. I've not, not stood, you know, close to him. I've no idea. But certainly on the pitch, he doesn't look like he's going to get bullied. You know, you had centre halves who he was up against who, who were coming off second best, and it might just be that okay, like we've had other players. Like I say Ruffles has gone from a midfielder to a left back and and does the job really well, seven out of ten every week. Maybe Marcus Brown actually, he you know he might be a centre forward. He might not be that kind of. Billy Hamilton type, but he might just be that sort that plays a little bit off the centre halves. But if he needs to go up against them, I, I remember in the, the his first game back, he won a header like he was a foot and a half above whoever he was challenging. He's obviously got you know a decent ability to head the ball, and I, I yeah, why why not play him as a centre forward? Well, I think Ruth came to us as a winger, didn't he? Mm. And then uh, was forced in a game against Wickham when when someone got a knock. He was forced to go up top and scored a couple then. Um, and that was the beginning of his thing. And he ended up saying that his uh, he thought the best goal he scored for Oxford was against... Uh, it may have been Yeovil. It's someone 
somebody was struggling, but the ball was ricocheting about and it kind of hit Roof and went in. And he said, that's the best goal I've scored because <laughs> I was in the right position yeah. and I need to learn to get into that position. He's now at Andelect <laughs> um, playing <laughs> alongside company. Like, the, mm. it's, you know, there are worse, <laughs> there are worse examples. Um, but yeah, I think, I think you're right. He is, he's, seems a foot broader than last year. His shoulders are a lot, a lot wider. Um, and yeah, he seems a lot stronger than he was. And Robinson said that would happen because he was getting kicked 20 times a game last season mm. because he's so tricky that he's gone away, he's got stronger and he's he's able to, you know, give back now, yeah. which is and you, great. And you wonder as well, that, that he was, he was getting kicked as, as that sort of midfielder or wide attacking player where perhaps defenders know, well, I can kick him up in the air and concede a free kick here because it's, it's a little bit away from goal. If you're doing that as a centre half against a centre forward, you're risking a red card rather mm-hmm. than a yellow. So it might, it might in a weird way, sort of protect him a little bit being the centre forward, because you know if he's if he's up against the centre half and no one behind him, the centre half's going to be a little more sort of um, circumspect about kicking him. Yeah, yeah, good point. Um, uh, so the. The the sort of down point of the game was Ruffles playing what I can only describe as a Tiendali pass. Um and, <laughs> oh. and after that Tiendali pass, Ruffles was the one who did the media and went, Yeah, we all know that you can't play a pass like that. <laughs> 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 this wasn't quite as bad, I don't think. It, mainly because we didn't concede from it. Um oh, I I just don't know what what was happening. Um because each time you watch it, you're like, that pass isn't on. <laughs> Don't yeah. do it. Um, yeah, you can't. Uh, yeah, you're right. Every time you see it, you just keep thinking, what are you thinking? Yeah. Because it's <laughs> what even. Are you doing? He's still even spinning it the wrong way. Oh, yeah. It's horrible. Um, but I mean, it, fair, fair play to Eastie for coming out and, and narrowing it down. Um, yeah. And then it's, the, the... A, it's a poor finish. The cameraman really ballses up the uh, the thing. Did it, yeah. it, was it? I mean, I wasn't at the game. Was it a really? Was it just a dreadful shot that hits the post? I can see yeah. it hit the post. Yeah. Does he just? You do sort of think how how have you messed that up? Yeah, he sort of scuffs it. But the, mm. I I saw um a YouTube clip um from the Blackpool end, and they do the same thing with the camera. When just as it's being hit, it goes all all over the place. So I've not seen it from a good angle. Oh, okay. Um, if I'm, I drive up from Bournemouth. There was a 55 mile diversion at the weekend, so I wasn't able to make the game because I, I didn't fancy an extra 110 miles <laughs> throughout the day. Um, but uh, I mean, yeah, I I can't believe they missed it. And uh, I mean, listening to it on the radio was horrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, watching it must have been a nightmare. How did was it slow motion, Simon? It was, yeah, and it was an awful miss. You know the. the Gary Modine, or or Mandine, as I think um, Nick Harris was referring to him as. <laughs> Most of the time, it will have been when someone else was on the ball. Yeah, <laughs> but he's you know he's a decent player and and took his first goal well, and you just mm. thought, oh god, no, here we go. And it, yeah, it was just a really poor finish. It kind of dragged it rather than you know. But Eastwood did well, came out quickly, narrowed the angle, and it was. Uh, it was a real heart in mouth, but hey, that that might just be you know that sliding doors moment. Two points difference well, exactly. at the end of the season. Considering what? we we gave them the first goal, yeah, 
Well, the other two. Sort I know it sound effect to it, and they were just running into each other. Yeah, you you talk about season defining as well. The amount of times people say, "Oh, we need one in off the backside." Yeah, I mean <laughs> yeah. that couldn't be more apt. I think it's Brown's goal. Uh, I, you know, I I know that many people have given it to Sykes, but I, I think that's got to be Marcus Brown's goal. Um, but I I really don't care. um it's a goal and and we got back into it and as you say that that moment is it's the Bradford goal Mm. um it is uh I think maybe Notts County away in the 15-16 season yeah it's those those times when you go that that's the pivot in Mm. the season and we've got to make sure it is yeah um next three league games are insane um, Is it was it Peterborough Sunderland and Pompey? Uh, no, but uh, Peterborough Burton Sunderland. Oh Burton, yeah, and, and then, then and then Wimbledon. Pompey's coming up, isn't it? <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, yeah, it's not. You pretty. know, don't you? You know, don't you? We're going to win all of them and then lose to South End at the end of the night, <laughs> <laughs> which I would take now. Yeah, I'll tell you, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, win all the others, lose that. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, let's see what happens. Um, in the meantime, we have an FA Cup game against Newcastle. I don't know if anyone, any of you have heard about that. Um, right, the things I'm scared about saying are um, Newcastle haven't scored in this round of the FA Cup for years. Um, like, absolutely years, and, and don't get through this round. And the um, only goals they have scored in this round for years was in a losing game. Uh, Prior to that, it was another sort of three or four years. So oh, yeah, this is horrible. <laughs> I mean, it is it is sort of terrifying. Um, I think we've got it in us, though. Mm. I, I think we can win it. Absolutely, we have. Yeah, absolutely. I think I. I know we're not on the score prediction bit yet, um, but I think we're going to win the game. To be honest, I I, I think that um, you know it's it, the atmosphere is going to be in our favour. Um, Newcastle was supposed to be on there winter break thing mm. so or mid-season break whatever it's called so they're really not going to want to play this game um i imagine trips to uh the middle east have been cancelled because of this game so they're not going to be in the best of moods um so yeah i i i, I think it's in our favor I, I, and it's, it's the thing we always say to ourselves with these cup games i don't see why not yeah and this is you kind of it would have been odd if at the start of the season we said you know We've got a, a, a an FA Cup replay, you know, fourth round FA Cup replay against Newcastle United at our place, and and that's not the biggest game of the season, you know. A pre, you know, you, yeah. you you think back, we you know we have West Ham at our place, we've had Man City, we've we've had big yeah. games that I think will help the players, you know, with with the the extra, you know, TV. We've had a TV game at home. We've played a Premier League club at home. We've so it's it's not we're not. The players and the fans aren't going into this with. I know it's it's going to be a big game. It's the BBC, and you know there'll be those digital advertising boards instead of the normal ones, and it'll all be a little bit different. But we've already had that this season, and it'll. Ju- I think the the players will be more used to it. It'll be it. It won't feel quite as alien as not as as it might have right. done. And I think having played them up at their place and, and played well. The, our players won't have any mental block about oh my god these are Premier League players because we've we've already played Premier League clubs and 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 done well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also anyone who um, who can't make the game for whatever reason because it is um, it is sold out 
mm. I believe. More, uh, it yeah. was certainly down to double digits so, yeah. in the home end. Um, uh, the programme starts at eight on BBC. Um, but if you watch it from on iPlayer, it starts just beforehand. Just tune in, have a little watch. It's on the red button, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, a few few different ways you can watch that. So do tune in and watch the the, the previous bit. Um, yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, cool. there's a bit of plug Might in there. be there. somebody? <laughs> that, uh, I may have been asked to go on it. You're bigging it so, up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll I'll be on that. I'll record at about it. ten to eight. <laughs> Thanks. Um, uh, yeah, I I completely agree with you though. Um, both of you, I think. Yeah, why not? As far as I can see, you go into each of these games saying, um, as long as we don't embarrass ourselves and don't get any injuries, then then it's been a good day. Yeah. I don't know that we can embarrass ourselves. Dangerous thing to say, but we've got the replay. It's you know. It, the, we've shown what we're capable of and so whatever happens tomorrow the other thing is if the next game was um, Man U away or Liverpool away or whatever then we'd be kicking ourselves if we didn't win tomorrow mm. it's West Brom away which yeah. is you know it's it's sort of winnable it's achievable it's it but it's one that we're you know underdogs for and it's one that you go oh we won't go to West Brom then yeah yeah Absolutely, and um, you know, there's going to be no VAR, so uh, Newcastle are used to playing with that. So, get over in the box, lads. <laughs> <laughs> our team, our team, our team. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so score predictions. Um, I guess we've got the um, the option for penalties as mm. well. Um, but I think we'll do it in normal time. I think we'll win 2 0. I too am going to say 2 0, Liam. Ooh. I'm going to go one all, and we do them on penalties. Ooh. Oh, the pain! Ooh, I and, mean, and, yeah, and we get that little bit at the bottom of the screen. It's the, the, the news at ten will follow the conclusion of this match, or something like that. Well, or, that would be or lovely. Put it yeah. over onto BBC Two or something like that. Yeah, 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 one, yeah. Of those, one of those. When people, yeah, people are tuning in to watch what's happened in politics yesterday and tomorrow, <laughs> or whatever, and they get uh, they get us. Yeah, <laughs> nothing's happened in politics recently, has it? No, uh, no been, I don't think so. No, no Newsweek. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, from from popular Twitter demand, Fraser. We have Pete on the line. Hello, Pete. Hello, Jerome. Good evening. Hello. Um, were you at the game today? Uh, well, I, I, le- I left about 15 minutes. I leave every game early because I need to phone in. Unless we win, um, in which case I stay because there's no need to, f- to phone up if we win. No, no, you do tend to phone in. Uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, on the game today? Well, I'm not very happy, to be honest. Um, I'm breaking what I've just said because we did win and I'm, I'm phoning up. Um, but yeah, I'm not happy. We should have. We've got to be winning every game by about five nil, Jerome. Otherwise, why why are we even involved? Well, What's, and what and what are the board doing? The board have brought no players in in about five years. Um, yeah, I I, I know that. Um, obviously, we've had a few departures in uh, towards the end of the window, but we did have four players come in at the beginning. Yeah, but who? Which players, Jerome? Nobody knows who they are. No one's ever heard of them. No one knows who they are. And you know, each of them should have scored about ten goals each by now. If we're being serious about things, well, you've got to look at the the players that have come back from injury. They're gelling. So getting any sort of result today was was surely all it was about, and getting players used to playing with each other. Uh, I think you're living in cloud cuckoo land, Jerome. To be honest, I'm, I'm, I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, thanks for your call, anyway, Pete. <laughs> um, 
Right, okay. Well, uh, we are off to um, to play against Newcastle in the replay. Um, and we'll be back after that to preview a very tough away game against Peterborough. Ooh. Yeah, mm. it's, yeah. it's going to be tricky. Anyway, yeah. um, in the meantime, hi, Tim. Hi, and, Tim. Hi, Tim. Uh, thanks very much, everyone, for listening, and goodbye. Bye. Bye.